Welcome to the official podcast of the Hoffeld Group. Your host is the CEO and Chief Sales Trainer of the Hoffeld Group, David Hoffeld. Welcome to the Science of Selling, the place where you get actionable sales insights that are backed by hard science. I'm your host, David Huffeld, and today we're going to talk about a controversial sales topic. Now, don't get too wrought up. It's not that controversial. But I remember when I was on a sales team and one of my colleagues and I were talking about a sales strategy known as mirroring. Now, mirroring is not unique to sales. There's a number of other disciplines that also embrace the idea of mirroring. And this is where you mimic potential clients or another person's verbal or nonverbal behavior. And my colleague and I had a disagreement. I mentioned how this was a productive way to build rapport. And he said, no, it's not. That's an old sales tactic. That doesn't work. And I said, no, you don't understand. I have personally used it and I've seen it work. And he said, well, I disagree because I have tried using it in the past and it didn't work. Again, this is a long time ago before I knew very much at all about any kind of scientific research that could help me understand whether or not something would work in the area of selling before I tried it. The conversation ended with us agreeing to disagree. We both used anecdotal evidence. We appealed to our own experience and we said it didn't work or he said it didn't work. And we both just kind of walked away thinking we were right. Well, many years later, I actually dove into the science of human behavior and looked at the actual studies. And when you look at the studies about mirroring, it's overwhelming. Is mirroring a powerful sales strategy you should be using? Yes. And here's why. There are so many studies now on mirroring that cut through all the noise, all the unpersuasive anecdotal evidence where people think, okay, here it worked or it didn't work or it might work or it works sometimes. You can cut through all that noise and look at the science. Again, as I've said in previous podcasts, you want to use the science as your instruments, the way a pilot does. Your perceptions about what is going on can often be skewed. And it's very hard to prove causality. Researchers work very hard to isolate a lot of different things so they can prove that one thing produced a certain result. You have to isolate so many things so you can actually measure that. In the world of selling, there's a lot of variables. So sometimes what we perceive to be right isn't. And this is why there are so many different selling methodologies that conflict. In fact, if you look at any to sales books, there's going to be a lot of areas where they conflict. Just pull mine off your shelf, the science of selling and anyone else's, and then just compare them. And most likely you're going to be, well, these disagree. So now the question is, how do you know which one is right? Or between me and my colleague many years ago, how did we know who was right and who wasn't? We had no standard by which to hold our experiences up to. We had no way of cutting through all that noise. And so we didn't. But now with science, we can. So here's what science shows about it. I want to share just a little bit about this because it's important to understand what mirroring does. And then we're going to talk specifically about how you can use mirroring. And I want to share with you the biggest opportunity with mirroring. Hang with me on this. We're going to go really quick. And I promise there'll be some strong takeaways here. And studies have found that when you mirror the behaviors of others, it induces feelings of sameness. People feel like you're more like them. And that inspires deeper levels of trust, more likability, 
and rapport. So this does make a difference. In fact, there's also a large body of evidence that shows that when you mirror others, a number of studies have found in both selling and negotiation, that when you mirror other people who you're negotiating against or you're selling to, that they're more accepting of your ideas. In fact, one particular study that when salespeople engaged in mirroring, the closing rate rose by an impressive 17%. Now, the reason mirroring is so impactful is because our brains are hardwired to mirror others. In fact, when you and I are in deep levels of rapport with other people, we instinctively mirror them. We'll often adopt similar body posture or start using similar words as those our brains have these mirror neurons, researchers refer to them as, that help us instinctively mirror others. And so when you and I can tap into that of how our brains are already wired and we mirror those we're selling to, again, it makes them more receptive to our ideas. It makes us more persuasive, boosts rapport, boosts trust, and influence just skyrockets when you do this. So it's important to understand that there's a lot of science, and we're not going to go in depth into it. We talk about this in my book, The Science of Selling, and on our website, huffogroup.com. We have a white paper on mirroring. If you want to dive in and see the research for yourself, check that out. It's called same title as this podcast, Mirror More, Sell More. But right now, I want to focus on what do you do? So how do you mirror other people successfully? Now, what you don't want to do. Now, oftentimes when mirroring is taught, most people focus only on nonverbal behaviors. And though that's fine. So in other words, if someone's leaning forward, you can match that body posture. That's fine. If someone's, what you don't want to do is mirror them so dogmatically where they gesture, then you quickly follow. Nothing foolish like that, of course. You want to mirror just little gestures and body postures non-verbally. That's fine. But I think though that is impactful, and there's a lot of good studies on that, as I've already alluded to a few of them, I think the biggest opportunity when it comes to mirroring is verbal, not nonverbal. And oftentimes mirroring is exclusively spoken about and taught with nonverbal behaviors. And in the world of selling, I think it's far more impactful using their words. So how do we do that? Couple things you can do. Number one, when your buyers tell you about their problem or tell you about the outcomes they want, Pay special attention to the words they use. Why? When you're talking about your their solution, if you can mirror their words back to them using the exact words. So if they talk about their problem as a major issue we need to solve, later on, you can refer to it as, and I know you mentioned earlier that this was a major issue you both really wanted to resolve. And they're going to almost instinctively, when you do that, people will like nod their heads. Because you're literally speaking their language. Now they're going to feel more understood, more camaraderie with you, more trust, more rapport, all those things. So I think though it's great to focus on nonverbal behaviors, we're missing so much opportunity with verbal. So think about the different ways people describe their problem or the outcomes they want to achieve and incorporate those into your presentations. Also, when people tell you those things they're looking for in a solution, this is a second area that you want to focus on as well and mirror those words back to them. We talk about this as an information confirmation statement. So after someone has shared with you or a group of buyers 
have shared with you kind of what they're looking for and you've kind of added some insight and helped them formulate what would the right solution look like for them, you can go back and say, okay, just so I understand, for anything then to be the right solution for you, you said you wanted it to do and you can go through that. Did I get it all? Now that's going to confirm that you understood what they really want and you're mirroring those words back to them. Now you know exactly how they're going to judge your solution. So mirroring can also be used there verbally. So think through those ways in the sales process where you can start mirroring people's words back to them and you can start using their language because this is often an opportunity. Usually when people say these kind of phrases about what they're looking for or the problem or the outcomes they want to achieve, we ignore them and we use the phrases that we feel most comfortable with. But when you can mirror their words back, it can be a game changer. So I'd like for you to think about what is one part of your sales process where you think this will be most applicable for you? Is it when your potential clients are describing their problems that your solution solves? Or is it the outcomes they want to achieve? Or is it after you help them understand what the right solution would look like? Where is the biggest opportunity? And I want you to just pick one for right now. We'll get to all the rest, but I want you to focus on just one right now. And then I want you to think about how you would implement this, meaning how would you live this out now that you've identified that area? What would that sound like? So for example, let's say that you're going to focus on the problem that your product or service solves because Clients often have very specific language that they use to address this problem. So think about one example where a client has shared with you some of this language. Keeping that in your mind, how would you use that in the sales process? What would that sound like? Where would you bring that back up again? I want you to think through that. Would it be early on when you're in the discovery phase? Would it be later when you're talking about your solution and how it solves that particular problem? Think about that. And I want you to mentally rehearse what you would say. Because going through those steps, even mentally, trains your brain and prepares you now to do it live on a real sales call. So one thing we want to do is always focus on practicing new things before we use them out in the field. Why? Because when you make mistakes in practice, which is normal, you can learn from them, you can adapt, and it's free. It doesn't cost anything to make a mistake in practice, whereas when you're in front of a live prospect, that can be expensive. A mistake could cost you the sale. So think through how you would do that, and once you feel comfortable, go through a couple scenarios in your mind, or if you want to verbalize them out loud in your practice, that's fine too. But once you feel like, okay, I think I understand how to leverage their words with the problem. I kind of have some idea on where I would do that, how I would phrase it in some of these scenarios I've run through based on past clients. Now you can start to use it on a real sales call. And when you do, you'll be using the science of mirroring in your favor because the reality is there is no more debate. There is no more discussion. Mirroring is too impactful not to use when you are selling. So look for those nonverbal and especially those verbal behaviors that you can mirror when you're selling to your potential clients. And when you do, when you start mirroring more, you'll also start selling more. So practice this strategy and then start using it and then get out there and sell something. We'll see you next time.